You are listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more information about this show, as well as the other show I do, How to Stan, visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com and subscribe to my newsletter at howtostan.substack.com. K-pop interviews, album reviews, and more. Subscribing is free, but if you want to continue to support my work, feel free to donate. Click the support the show button on the homepage at 17karatkpop.weebly.com. Hi everybody! Welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop. There are going to be a series of episodes covering the best of 2021. Songs, music videos, etc. Some of that content will be in episodes of the show. Some of that content will be solely on my Substack, so make sure you subscribe at howtostand.substack.com. And some extra special stuff, like fun games you can play, quizzes you can take, things to do to keep winter break blues away, something to do when you don't want to socialize over holidays, just a bunch of fun trivia questions and other fun stuff. The games plus bonus essays, just more content, and more of these countdowns for the best of the year that you won't see in episodes of the show. You gotta become a paying subscriber. Also down the line, I plan to add even more exclusives, more lists, write-ups, games, maybe even interviews and bonus episodes, all exclusively for paying subscribers. So over time, I will up the goodies you get for subscribing without upping the price, just because I feel like it. All right, PSA over. Let's dive into today's Best of 2021 recap. To keep it more exciting than me just rattling off a list, I'm going to share some fun facts or other hints about what song I'm talking about. And then you gotta guess what song it is. So test your expertise. Maybe keep track just for fun. So I will explain what a song's all about, you guess what it is for a few seconds, then I tell you the answer. This is also nice for if you really need music recommendations and you got a pen and paper out and you're just taking notes on what to listen to next. It helps then for me to set up the song and then tell you what it's called. So that later you're not like, wait, what did you say that was called? After the description. This way, I give you the description. If that sounds like you want to check it out, then you're ready to write it down. If you feel like a song was slighted and not on the list and that was a crime, please know that out of probably hundreds of thousands of C-pop, J-pop, and K-pop songs, I narrowed this list down. It was an incredibly intense, time-consuming task. So please just know there was a lot that I wanted to put on here that didn't make the cut. I will have a lot of honorable mentions to give on an upcoming episode anyway. Other thing to keep in mind, for the sake of variety, I limited myself to two songs per artist, even if it's a feature. So like with King Daniel, I have a song from him and a collab he did. I wanted to do a third song with just King Daniel, but that was my two song limit. But I do consider members as soloists as distinct acts from when they're in a group. So for example, Taman on his own, he can get up to two songs on here, and Shiny can get up to two on here. Even though that technically gives Taman four, I'll allow it. Same thing for subunits. So like NCT 127 gets two, NCT Dream can get two as well. I treated them like separate artists. Alright, with that overview out of the way, let's get started with the game. One I'll just give to you. One and only is this J-pop boy group, and their single Loka that they released this year is just such a bop. Especially, it's one of those songs I think is good crossover material that K-pop fans who are just dipping their toes into J-pop ought to try. This is a B-side from a J-pop girl group with a rock-ish sound that I interviewed for the site, Manical Maharoba. Let me just name a few real quick, then back to the game. 
Some of these are just hard to describe. You gotta go check them out. But something about each of these just really struck me. Very catchy songs from artists who are underrated. Put on your radar, Follow Me by Kim Hee Jae. Then check out Say You'll Be Back Again by Park Bench Club. Lastly, Teru, T-E-R-U, a Japanese artist released Reiwa, R-E-I-W-A. Each very unique and requiring no introduction. This one is from a Japanese boy group, and they released two versions of it. A rock version and a party version. That's more of a catchy, just typical EDM song. The song a DJ would play at a party. Seven Billion Dots with Mazika Party. Or Mazika Rock, but I prefer the party version. This song lets his super unique voice shine on his first big solo album. And in its music video, here we get to show a darker image, not the cutesy, wholesome, youthful one he showed in a boy band. Yugium, with all your fault. This one, I recall thinking the first time I listened to it that I must be Ron and someone else was singing it, like maybe Yoon from Winter or someone else. I was very surprised at this new, new to him power ballad of sorts that I didn't think was really his style, but it came from a very experimental album for him. Lots of variety in it. Rain with Aurora. This song is from a male K-pop soloist from the first quarter of 2021. One of the songs that got kind of a mini movie of sorts to accompany the album release. Quite a few songs did. This one had the most long and cinematic of the mini movies. You Know, with Thank You. This one has a very retro 90s sound to it. It's a B-side from a K-pop male soloist who was not always a soloist. Wanho, with Best Shot. This song is for Boy Vian's first big comeback, and it has this really fun speed to it, where there's a guitar and it feels like it's rushing to admit that they think they're in love. Cypher, with Blind. This song is simply so adorable, from an always adorable K-pop girl group. Their last single really took their career to new heights. They did their own thing with the cowgirl chic trend, and they're back putting their own spin on super fun concepts with another hit, Oh My Girl, Dun Dun Dance. I'm gonna do two in one here. Two songs I put on here are from a Japanese boy group I have again and again and again said is a great one to try if you're new to J-pop and you're a fan of K-pop boy bands. The outfits, the structure of their songs, it's all basically the K-pop formula. OWV with Roar, and I also put Na 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 on here, which I would argue is the better one. This song is from a boy group who has been super busy all year and actually just released some holiday-themed music, as if they didn't give us enough music videos for their songs this year. But this one from them I picked because it just has that energy that is so classically them, a very cute and youthful, begging to be just a call and response, a cheer, done in unison with a crowd. It's not one of their more recent releases this year. Stray Kids, Mixtape O. This female K-pop artist just has this very specific sound she sticks to and it works. Very fun, intentionally heavily auto-tuned, electronified vocals in what I think is an artsy way. For fans of Ravi, for sure. And it's got a really fun chant, so it's almost like Avril Lavigne meets a Charlie XCX vibe. 
Yon Yon with Rainstar. This B-side from a boy band who's been around a very long time. It's a really impressive B-side. They actually debuted during the SM Town New Year's Eve concert before it was officially released. Super Junior Burn the Floor. This song has a pretty fun acronym, and it looks like it's just called a word, but it's actually an acronym. By someone with a really cool voice, it's a guitar-backed song. Cold Bay with L.I.P. Love is Poison. This song, here's a big hint, from a former BAP member, is just very, very catchy. Fun to snapple onto and groove to. Moon John Up with Us. This is the latest title track, released very recently, from a K-pop girl group. The music video, as always for them, quite a delight, lots to take in visually, and a stunning wardrobe, a super catchy hook. This girl group is just, once again, killing it. Everglow Pirate. This J-pop girl group has been around for what seems like ever. Really, if any J-pop girl group has had overseas fame, it's them. And this is a classic song from them that's malleable, it has a lot of remixes that work well, but also catchy in its own right. Perfume, Polygon Wave. This next one just has a three-letter title. And it's less than three minutes, super disappointingly short, and super underrated and catchy. The artist, huh, H-U-H exclamation point, with M-B-T. This is one of those J-pop girl group jams. There's the perfect blend of electro-pop and rock. Egoist with Bang. This one is the newest single from a K-pop boy band. And it's really accidentally funny to me. Because it's about, look, I can do everything for you, but what you gonna do for me in exchange? Epex with Do For Me. This song is not the most popular from this K-pop boy group, but I would argue it should be one of the more popular ones. With a very fun concept. It's giving some Alice in Wonderland vibes with the title. The boys drink it. I guess in Alice in Wonderland, they say drink me, but I digress. This is an R&B jam featuring Junie that allowed this newly solo act to really show what his vocal sweet spot is like. It's a B-side. JB with fame. Alright, this next song was an honorable mention one month. So it didn't it didn't make my top 20 then, but it has stuck in my head ever since. It's just a really fun, upbeat song from an artist I admitted to frankly not following super closely before this song came out. Lee Donhui with Keep Your Head Up. This song is really smooth and features just a very smooth vocalist. It's a single off of his pretty new album, and it features Camo and Woods. Gemini with Mia. This one, I'm just gonna tell you, it's got this bass, these echoey vocals I really like. It's a guitar-led, smooth jam for fans of DPR Ian. Ozzy with Hair Tie. This song from a J-pop boy group gives me super junior vibes, Pentagon vibes. It's just so fun to dance to. J Soul Brothers the Third Kick and Slide. This song has a really retro funky sound from an artist who I don't think it's talked about enough, at least among USA K-pop fans. It's a lead single off of an album, and it features Gecko. Midnight by Chancellor. 
This is a male solo K-pop artist song. It was one of the first singles off of his Now Out album. He's a band member, but doing his own thing with a new album. And this song is very synth-pop catchy and allows him to really indulge in his very unique vocal pitch and his, the ways his voice breaks. Sun with Dimples. This song, I believe, I referenced as an honorable mention last month. It's by a soloist whose new album is just so smooth. The whole way through, totally consistent. It's very vibe-heavy and has a cool singular vibe. Blue, B-L-O-O, with Girl in New York. This one, I'm just going to flat out tell you about. Engine has this song called Kotonoha, and it's got traditional instruments, but a modern pop feel at the same time. This song is just adorable and catchy, and it sounds next level cute when you add the music video, which is super colorful, and they really are inviting you to play and hang out. Weekly, after school. This song really allows this female solo artist to shine and to let her falsetto voice just do its thing. She's just got a beautiful voice that makes the song really extra cute and fun. And it's also the song that her album is named after. IU with Lilac. This song from a K-pop girl group, I remember saying on the show, I was so pleasantly surprised because I honestly wasn't a huge fan of most of their previous work. But this song brought back the fierce second-gen K-pop sound that I was missing. Grayish with Blood Knight. This song from a male soloist comes off a very acoustic guitar-led album that felt like a present after we'd missed him while he was away at military service. Dio with Rose. This B-side by a male soloist who is known to do a ton of features, but this is his own album that I was super impressed with and named first place for one of my best of the month picks. It's his collab with a female soloist that has this tropical vibe to it, but not the typical tropical house music that seems to be a standard K-pop B-side. This is something else. Grey, featuring Davida, Rise. This one is from a very smooth vocalist, and the video allowed him to show off his abs like he loves to do, and show both an emotionally pained, sensitive side to himself, and a tough one at the same time. Wanho with Woos. This was a fun debut single that really set the stage for this boy group's sound going forward. It established it right away. Hey, we are surely going to stay in this lane of EDM, pop, blended. And introduce you to this cool sci-fi-ish world through our music videos. Murray Killa. This song has a rad bass in the chorus. It's probably the best song of this girl group's career so far, honestly. Paired with a beautiful cinematic music video featuring gorgeous outfits, a ton of colorful paintings, celestial scenes, so many beautiful vibes at once. GWSN, Like It Hot. This is a beautiful slow song, reflecting on what it means in a relationship, which parts are worth preserving, and which have become, or you realize always were, bitter, with three equally stunning vocalists. Lehi, Mingyu, and Wanwu. Bittersweet. This song was in one of my best of the month lists. It's from a Japanese male soloist who I did get to interview for the site, 
And it's a really touching song about realizing as you get older how much society looks down on young people. With lyrics pointing out your dollar is more valuable than mine and things like that. Questioning what it really means to be worth something. With money as the example. Unknown Kun, Bubblegum. This Japanese solo female artist. I mentioned before I likened her sound to very early days Ariana Grande. Doo-woppy and jazzy a bit, but also its own thing. Anonymous, with a Z at the end. Lips. This was part of my Best of November 2021 episode. It's a J-Rock group who has this newer song where they really do fun things with their voices. There's a really heavy synth that their voices kind of are buried in at points. And it makes for a very fun auditory effect. Overworld, with Avalanche. This one is from a J-pop iconic duo in my book. And I included it in my Best of November recap because they have this impeccable J-pop album out. Garni Delia with Live On. Next up, this is a B-side from a girl group. It came out earlier in the year, and it really set a nice tone for the year and was very dramatic. G-Idol, Dahlia. This song from a Japanese boy group. Sounds like it could come from Far East Movement or Cheat Codes. Another DJ group. Very catchy for the radio, I think. And it has this fun rap verse thrown in there. It's super easy to sing along to. The chorus doesn't have that many words in it. PCKZ with Glamorous. This really impressed me. I remember saying previously that their synchronization is just sharper than ever. The video is better than ever. Their voices are better than ever. Their song is catchier than past songs of theirs. So it's a can't-miss video for a very catchy song. 3 Eye with Stalker. This big debut single I was very impressed with from a K-pop boy group. And right away it starts with this, hey, trust me, it's more dramatic than that. But then it just, it just goes off from there. It's kind of an unpredictable song and really in your face. Just Be with Damage. This one is by a group, a girl group I am always saying, You Must Stand. And this is a very unique sonic direction for them, incorporating Bollywood sounds into their single. Luna with PTT, aka Paint the Town. This song is from a K-pop girl group from the first part of 2021, first quarter. It's super cute and cheerful and has a super addictive whistling in the chorus. Cherry Bullet with Love So Sweet. This K-pop girl group, a relatively new one, just brought the hits this year. And I remember saying on the show, the music video for it was very a blending of second gen, third K-pop trends. In fashion, in concept, given some shiny Adai vibes, it was very fun. Purple Kiss, Zombie. One that I'll just give you is Star by U9. The song starts out pretty unassuming, but wait till the chorus, and then the beat drop, and it's just a perfect, ready-for-EDM-remixes song. This song is from a male solo K-pop act, with a pretty high register, really just sweet vocals, and an adorable stage presence. His songs and videos are just so colorful and fun. Ha Sun Woon, Strawberry Gum. This is another song from the group I said sounds like Super Junior or Pentagon. This one involves whispering, chanting, and we back, and we back, and snapping, and it's just, it's easy to obsess over. 
JSO Brothers 3 JSB in Black. This song is from an artist mentioned before on this episode as having a lot of collabs with his new solo album, which he does have a lot of features on, but it's his own work. In this starring role, he really thrives. And this song is, it sounds just like an emotional guitar back song, but it's got rapping, just really interesting, unique filter over his voice at points. Gray, featuring Coogie, I Don't Love You. This electropop banger is from a J-pop artist I love. It starts out very unassuming, with a chill guitar, but then, suddenly, it goes from 0 to 100, and it's the classic song we know and love from her. Real, R-E-O-L, with Boy. This artist releases a lot of his songs in English, and this is one of them, but I don't care, I'm including it on the list anyway. It's very fun and breezy, and it's very new for him. You could tell now that he's independent. We can expect a brand new sound from him going forward, and I'm here for it. Eric Nam, Any Other Way. This is from a C-pop rock group with one of the best albums of the year that I was raving about. It's really full of instruments and sounds, and it does not shy away from traditional instruments, so it's very... It's fresh to hear. If you mostly listen to Western music, this may be the something different you want. Fur, F-I-R, Splendid Dream. This song is a super fast-paced, electronic, rapping, debut solo single from a K-pop boy band member. Dohan Say, Take Over. This song has these really funky guitar sounds and is a b-side from a female soloist admirably finding a way to address borderline personality disorder. A very vulnerable and impressive song. Sun Me with Borderline. Another one I'm just gonna tell you. Kenshi Yonzu, Yonzu Kenshi, remember they can be read. In Japan it would be Yonzu Kenshi in the USA and if you're trying to find it on Spotify, say Kenshi Yonzu anyway. He has this song called Pale Blue that has this string orchestra of sorts in the chorus. It changes the whole tone of the whole song, so it's not your average pop song. It's a genre-defying one, and it's not as fast-paced as some of his work. It's more of a crowd-pleaser, I think, than a lot of his stuff. This one I'm just gonna spoil already. J-pop star Chan Mina has a b-side on her new album called Period, and it is such a fun, fast rap song. Very hip-hop. I think it has crossover potential, if more people knew about the song. It could play on Western radio. It could be popular among rap and hip-hop fans. This is one of the first releases this year from an anime rock slash just pop rock queen of mine. A Japanese female soloist who released this, and I put it as, one of the best of the first quarter of the year. Lisa Dawn. This is a B-side from a famous K-pop girl group's Japanese album this year, and it shows a more mature side to them. Twice, good at love. This song is from an artist, a solo male K-pop artist, who released two albums this year that I gave super high marks in my best of month roundups, and I continue to say that he's really an impressive artist because he conveys emotions and thoughts in all their complexities and doesn't box himself in sonically. This song had a fun remix, and it's very remixable. Very fun, piano-driven title track. B.I. Illa Illa. This is a song from a J-pop male soloist who has this continuous music video story, and this song in particular has quite a long mini-movie to go with it. 
The best part to me is the part where you kind of hear the hum of a party, like you're a fly on the wall at a party, and then he starts whispering, then all goes quiet and he just snaps and sings, and then the whole song swells again. Just those little details that make it atmospheric and transport the listener, I really appreciate. It was done artfully. Nissy with Do Do. This next one is from a male solo act, and the song is kind of an ode to youth with this really funky bass and this call-and-response-ready chanting in the bridge. Goopy with Teenage. This song is from a boy band's Japanese album this year. It's just super fun. It's got a very playful piano and their iconic trademark harmonizing. Shiny with Superstar. This one I recently had on a best of the month episode. It's very swing music inspired, jazzy, and fierce from a female soloist. Ailey, Don't Teach Me. This one's hard to describe, so I'm just going to tell you. LOL with Blaze. It's a single from this co-ed J-pop group. The way that the instrumentals have their solo moments, the anthemic build-up in pre-choruses, it just has a very unique flow to it. This is a Japanese rock group I mentioned earlier in one of their other standout songs this year. Overworld with Hourglass. This single off of an album released early this year features an iconic male rapper and iconic female soloist, and it's very confident, but it's got this unrushed feel to it. It's funnier how it's conveyed, the confidence, without shoving it in your face. They take their time explaining, look, I'm a legend. Epic High, featuring CL and Zico, Rosario. Sounds like it's just a typical rock ballad, a powerful rock song with a slower tempo. But honestly, I think it's way more than that. All these months later, I'm still rocking out to it. Two male soloists. Well, one's also in a band. Baekhyun in Seimuntak with Hurt. This is a Japanese title track from a very popular K-pop girl group, and it is very fun for them because it's so sassy and very theatrical like the music video. There's a lot of character to this song, and they very, just very, very, very cheerfully tell you to get lost. Twice, Perfect World. This song from a female soloist is as cinematic sounding as the music video, which is very much inspired by a movie. She has these really alluring vocals in it, and this I don't care attitude, lol. Sunmi Tail. This song is really empowering. It embodies what the band, this J-Rock group, is always going on about. About how rock is just the perfect genre to stick with to help be a voice for the angst of the youth. And the feeling you can rise up. One OK Rock Renegades. This song just has hook after hook. Every detail added makes it feel like the climax or the catchiest part. But the song just keeps burning the hits. Start to finish. It's fun and funny. I'm strong like Terminator. And other lyrics are just empowering in a very cute way. Bling bling. Oh mama. This song is a super fast paced and short, too short, synth jam from an artist who I've been going on about repeatedly on the show and on this episode. From 20, with Because It'll Be Faster For You To Forget Than Me Loving You. Big hope is a dangerous thing for a woman like me to have, but I have it vibes with that title. I've probably made that comment before on the show. Anyway. This next artist 
His voice is just incredible. It's so unique. And he always brings the sounds of traditional Korean music to modern K-pop. And it's just really interesting. An irreplaceable voice that just sort of meanders through songs. He takes his time. Seodo, S-E-O-D-O, with David. This is from a female soloist who worked with Yoon Murray for a really catchy retro feel-good song. Lehigh, Red Lipstick. This is a soloist from a boy band that this show is all about. <laughs> and this was just a super fun, catchy song in both Chinese and Korean. The Eight, Side by Side. This B-side is one I mentioned earlier with a series of a male solo artist music videos that came out, many movies of sorts. It is so fun, and the music video features these people basically partying as they go up the escalator. You know, with Loco, aka House Party. This song from a K-pop girl group typically has quite dark punk concepts. This is one of those classic them songs, but in a good way. Dreamcatcher, Adai, and also Because. This song is from a J-Rock girl group and their album that I put as one of my favorites for one of the first months of the year. This is the girl group I've talked about who wears the fun frilly dresses and bows and looks like they would have bubblegum pop music, but then they go hard on guitars and other instruments. They're way edgier than they look, and I love the duality. Bandmade. Warning. This one's from a K-pop band. They play their own instruments. And the song has a very fun to sing along to chant of sorts about not being afraid. And flying, Moonshot. This is a beautiful slow song between real life friends. And their chemistry makes their voices work really well together. And it just delivers the story the song is telling authentically. Ki and Taeyeon hate that. This is a song from a J-Rock group who I said last month is just so fun for being what sounds like improv all the time. They just do what they want, and their songs just sound like funny, eclectic mixes of instruments and sounds and filters on their voices. Back on Beyond Sadness. This single is the perfect mix of computerized sounding music that sounds like it was just made on like GarageBand or something, and actually very good, unique music. Something about his voice and delivery makes it go from ordinary to extraordinary. And this is a male soloist who's now a C-pop star, but was part of a K-pop group. And I've talked about and raved about his 2016 album again and again and again on this show because it's truly, really beautifully done. Such good production on that album. It really holds up. Zitao with Lee Ming Po Shao. These two I have to do back to back because they tell a story. They come from an artist who I did interview. It was released towards the start of this year. An album, I think, is criminally underrated and sounds like something The Weeknd would put out. The Change G with Wicked Night and Love Again. Objectively speaking, Wicked Night's probably better. The saxophone riff is gorgeous. This song sounds deceptively calm and mid-tempo and neutral-voiced, but it's actually quite bleak. Hidden in a positive message is kind of just this darker, that's life, life is unfair realization. And that message being given to the next generations is made even more profound when those cheerful comments in the song are contrasted with the black and white and violent, at times, music video. 
This is from a K-pop duo, by the way. Ekmu, Hey Kid, Close Your Eyes. This one is a pop rock song with a cute animated video and an empowering message from a stellar solo debut for a K-pop girl group member. Yuki with Giant. This one is from a Japanese male idol featuring a member of 1OK Rock. It's a single off of his album that is very fun to just sway back and forth to with your hands in the air. It has that feel to it. Shota Shimizu featuring Taka Curtain Call. This Japanese artist I just recently talked about for my best of November write-up. She's got a really incredible raw voice that tells such profound stories. Reyasuda, It's You? This one I'm just going to give to you. There's a C-pop artist, Gem, and she has this new song that's backed by really powerful drums, and she has a deeper register, naturally, which stands out to me in a good way. The song's called The Peerless King. This B-side from kind of a C-pop group, also part of a K-pop group, is just so fun and classically quirky them. Empowering in kind of a goofy, funny, quirky way, as always. Wavy action figure. This song is by a boy band, a K-pop group, but only two of the band members together. Their performance is elaborate and very new and darker than usual for them. It builds suspense without even needing much of a chorus. The chorus kind of just lets the instrumentals take the spotlight for extended periods of time. Stray Kids, Red Lights. This one, by a K-pop boy band who plays their own instruments, is just very, very catchy, and it has the sense of urgency to it. One We with Rain To Be. This song is very raw, and I appreciate that. It's just very... It finds a unique way to address how to keep on keeping on when times are tough. It's from a male member of a band doing his own thing. BM with Broken Me. This one is from a J-pop artist, a J-rock artist really, orchestral rock, who is mentioned more than once in this episode. In this very theatrical song on his album, has the same song title as a 17 members solo release this year. Luz, or Luz, L-U-Z, Spider. This song was a fun hype collab, a B-side with a grungy feel to it, that felt experimental for them in all the right ways. N hyphen featuring Yeonjun from TXT, Blockbuster. This one I'll just tell you about. C-pop artist Daichi Mura has this song out called Backwards. It reminds me of his song Blizzard, which is a very good thing. One of his best songs. Because it's so unpredictable. It has, I guess, I can only describe it as a runaway sound. Like the instruments are running away and crashing to each other at different times. So this song does have the feel of moving backwards or turning back time. I always am so impressed when an artist takes a feeling or a situation and just finds a way to bring audio to it. What would the sound of that experience be? And he did that. This song is from a J-pop icon whose new album is truly one of the best Japanese albums of the year. It's very, very catchy, and it starts with this deep bass, and she's just kind of whispering about, I am so fancy. Very confident, but then she has these moments where she's less confident. But on this specific song on the album, she lets her fierceness come out, and it is just wonderful. Chanmina with a song that's just called Smiley Face, like with the up arrows and underscore on a keyboard. 
This is from a K-pop male soloist, and it really stood out to me because I think he's known as a ballad singer, but he really does more than that. He's not someone you should just write off as an artist because you've heard his thing of slower songs. This one's got trumpets and his really powerful voice, and the video tells the sad story of moments of joy with a girlfriend replaced with images of an hourglass driving on a rainy night. Very dramatic. Quite OST-worthy also. Kim Jae-hwan, I Wouldn't Look For You. This song is from a crooner with a fantastic R&B album again. It was the single off of it that was kind of a parting gift before his enlistment. Plus, it's got the iconic high note in the bridge that needs a shout out. Baekhyun Bambi. This song is from a boy band I interviewed, actually, shameless plug, for my work. And they released a very, very fun synth-heavy album. And this single off of it just has this adventurous spirit. And the lyrics are along the lines of, well, if you can't figure out what to do during the day, we, can, we still have the night to figure it out. It's very hopeful and adventurous. It's a very spirited, fun song. BDC, Moon Rider. This song comes from a relatively older group in the world of K-pop, a boy band who leaned into a Wild West theme for this comeback. CN Blue, Love Cut. This song is a whirlwind. It is a high-energy banger, the perfect audio for what they sing about feeling and experiencing. The dizziness of it all. N hyphen drunk dazed. This is a song with a very rad saxophone riff and synthy the weekend esque vibe that's new for this boy band, and I really like it. This B side just really, really A side worthy. ET's Take Me Home. This song is a standout from a J pop female icon. I guess I'll just tell you because it's hard to explain, but it's so good. Sayaka Yamamoto, Don't Hold Me Back. This song is also the name of the album put out by an iconic C-Rock group. Fur, F-I-R, Diamond Heart. This song is from a girl group who just took a very darker, a more haunting concept. They went literally darker with their video, and I think it suits them really well. The song somehow makes screams and howling very catchy and easy to sing along to. The song also has evil laughs. It's just very, very Halloween-esque in the best way. Dream Note Ghost. This is a very fun disco pop, 80s-esque, Bowie-esque, at least in the music video, song from a male soloist and band member. Key, Bad Love. This song is from an artist I mentioned earlier in this episode as having a stellar solo debut outside of her girl group. And this song is really... It really lets her really standout voice stand out. Yuki, Bonnie, and Clyde. This song is from my ultimate J-pop queen. It's a B-side off of an EP she released this year. Very dramatic, and her voice just carries the song as always. Millet, Hit the Lights. This is the debut single. That's also the name of the artist who I've raved about on the show so many times now about his gift for songwriting, blending particulars and personal stories with the universally relatable, and with his synth-pop sound, he just knows his sweet spot musically. From 20, with the song From 20. This song is kind of considered a K-pop girl group's debut single, but they had some pre-release singles, but this is like, this was their big moment. 
it's dramatic, and they constantly repeat their name in the song. Purple Kiss Panzonia. This is one from the group this show's all about, and he really tells a really deep story about finding self-worth and chasing his dreams and not being afraid to ask for help with both of those things, and uses this metaphor to do so. June from Seventeen, Silent Boarding Gate. This is a B-side from a member of a band, but this male soloist also is a soloist, and it sounds like the perfect song to just feel like everything's okay at the end of a movie or something, and to sway back and forth to clap along to a very feel-good song after listening to an album full of angsty, angry songs. Bobby, Let It Go. This is a song from the biggest boy band in the world. It was actually written three years ago. It was a song called Down to a T, and then it was totally transformed. They shared their own raps over WhatsApp and turned it into the iconic song it is today. BTS with Butter. This emotional B-side. From, again, a subunit of a K-pop group that's kind of its own C-pop group, it's way more fun than your typical slower emotional song, and it really lets their voices shine. Wavy, All for Love. This song is from a fierce J-Rock artist who has a very orchestral, live theater-demanding album. It's one of the fiercest B-sides for headbanging. Luz, Fanatic. This B-side was composed by someone who really impressed me with his growth this year in the band. The band is very hands-on with their work, and they used this song as a continuation of their story in an older song, Nobody Else. And it has a beautiful, dramatic, orchestral feel to it. It's very mature for them, and I was really impressed by it. Monster X, Mercy. This song I previously said may actually be the best song of this male soloist's career. His voice and the guitar just match each other perfectly. The instruments kind of mold to match his voice perfectly. And it's very, the video is very, very extra. Woods with Waiting. This song has this acapella-ish intro, catchy whistling, and it leans into more guitar-driven tracks that they seem to be leaning in the sonic direction of ever since. And I'm here for it. Pentagon, Do or Not. This song is a very doo-woppy, retro, sassy, trumpet-backed, clap-along-ready song from a Japanese girl group. Fakey with 99. This song is from an artist who sounds so much like Harry Hudson to me, especially on this song, but he does have a very unique musical persona, with very unsettling horror movie-esque music videos for his singles. DPR Ian, Nerves. This is a song I recently said on the show is just very impressive because all she needs is her voice to make the song stand out. She co-wrote the song. It's very real to her. It's her story about feeling like she's trying to figure out what the right attention is that she's seeking and when it's crossing a line and not the right kind of attention and validation to crave. Hwasa, I'm a bee. This is a Japanese ballad of sorts from the biggest boy band in the world. That should be enough of a hint. BTS with Film Out. This one is another one you know I had an obligation to put on here, but I genuinely really like it. I like the xylophone and the hushed voice. It's very unexpected in a good way. Hoshi with Spider. 
This song is from a very iconic K-pop boy group who is not being cute like they often are. They have a chip on their shoulder and want you to go away. And they do harmonize about it beautifully. Shiny, don't call me. This song is from a male solo artist I highlighted as a number one pick for the month. He's got a sound that's like rock meets Wild West, very unique. Neve with Escape. This song I've been going on about as the song I've put on loop the most this year because it's just so, so good. The rise and fall of it is perfectly timed, so the pacing is just... It adds to the the joy of listening to it. The listening experience is just the best. Such a well-produced song. Gaho, Rush Hour. This song is the epitome of what this group, one of my alt groups, is all about. Because it's so fun. It sounds so spontaneous and isn't afraid to sound goofy and different. And it's got this industrial sound. A lot of woofing and a lot of tone shifts. It's really, really fun. Engines revving up. Lots of sound effects. NCT 127, Bring the Noise. This song is from a Japanese male soloist. It has this really funky electronified sound to a kazoo or something. It's got this funky distorted electric guitar sound too. It is just so funky. Sky High with To The First. This song has a really unique structure. It's kind of like certain rock band song structure really, in alternative groups song structures really. The way the choruses are kind of stretched into several segments, the drawn-out bridge, the just super high-energy choruses that manage to be even more high-energy than the rest of the song, which still sounds climactic. 80s, Fireworks, aka I'm the One. This song is the first title track produced by one of the rappers in this boy band, which gave him the confidence to help produce their newer song as well. And it's got some James Bond influences and a reference in there. Monster X, Gambler. This song is an alt-rock song from a male soloist whose album it comes from I made number one one month, because it really was just the best release that whole month. That felt like a very nice conclusion to his trilogy of stories. King Daniel, Antidote. This song is from a J-Rock icon, and it features a male K-pop soloist. It features his classic guitar shredding and this really cool bass as this male soloist has these haunting vocals. Miyavi and Kane Daniel, Hush Hush. Side note, Miyavi said during his 2021 USA tour that there is a music video for that. When it comes out is anyone's guess, but it's, it's somewhere in a vault somewhere online. This song is from one of my old groups. And it had me in my feels this year for bringing back my Twilight fangirl, my inner Twilight fangirl that I guess never fully left me. NCT 127, Favorite. This is a song that came out in the first quarter of the year with a refreshingly newly happy and confident sound to this J-pop favorite of mine. She's just owning the music video. It's quite a Queen's Gambit style video, and she's just a force. Millet with Checkmate. This is the song that got a million remixes this year from a K-pop boy group, and it's about, you know, hey, I don't know what's happening in life. This is all so unpredictable, but if there's one thing I can depend on, at least I know I love you. TXT featuring Sori, or featuring a bunch of different people, depending on the version of the song. Love song, aka I Know I Love You. This song is from one of my favorite K-pop male soloists of all time. I've had 
a trilogy of episodes out about his music video universe. And this song starts out with the piano playing, then he starts kind of rap singing, fast-paced singing, talking singing. It's a new sound for him, but also he has this alter ego of sorts in the video that we've come to expect from his music video universe character. Tamen with advice. These I'm not even going to bother hinting at. I'm just going to tell you the 17 songs I picked for this list. Ready to Love, both for, frankly, probably some implicit bias reasons, because the writer H. Kenneth gave me the behind-the-scenes story about how the song came together, how it was originally called Fresh Out of Love, and was a totally different concept, how the members were hands-on in making it. It's a great discussion. More behind-the-scenes stories shared in the episode called K-Pop Talk with H. Kenneth. And also because the tambourine, the drum right before the chorus, all the little sonic details it has are just really well put together to tell their story about the power of love. And they keep that energy behind their message alive in the other song I picked from them this year, Rock With You. Number one. I had to. I just had to. As much as I want to put 17 number one, this song is truly just spectacular. It's from a J-Rock group. It's a beautiful message about, look, I may love myself, but not today. And the name of the song itself is like that. It's acknowledging your strengths and weaknesses and about leaning into those feelings, being okay, not being okay, but then seeing your worth still and knowing I may not feel that worthy now, but it's there in me, that worthiness I can't see. It's very powerful. It's well-written. It's clever. It's raw. It's everything. One OK Rock with Broken Heart of Gold. So you can see just from the title how interesting it is and how the song explores these complex coexisting emotions someone can have and the intensity of those complexities. That is my countdown. If you want the full recap, it will be on my site eventually. Playlist links, etc. to this and my runner-ups for this list I will address on an upcoming episode. So stay tuned. Lots more countdowns on the way. I will talk to you all again very soon. Bye, everyone.